Okay. We're now going to hear part two of Gabby Hickman's interview. It's Wednesday. This is September 2018. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday and I'm sorry. Sorry that these pages are filled with longing for you. Sorry that all of my attempts for connection have failed. Sorry that I spent hours at Panera and still don't know of your redemption. Sorry for what I did to... Oh, sorry. I'm going to start over because that's the the sentence I wasn't supposed to (laughs) be. Start over. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday and I'm sorry. Sorry that these pages are filled with longing for you. Sorry that all of my attempts for connection have failed. Sorry that I spent hours at Panera and still don't know of your redemption. Sorry for not hearing you. Sorry for mental illness and messy rooms and a lackluster work ethic. Sorry for a tomorrow passion and broken hearts and damaged dreams. Sorry for bitterness and selfishness and every single soul numbing emotion. I'm sorry. I need you so incredibly much to speak so loud to my ears tense, to move so fully my heart beats as loud as your voice, to bring clarity, grace, forgiveness, redemption, to let your love flow so deep within me that moving becomes weighted and drunken. Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, I pray against the spirit of confusion, against anything that tells me about you, me, or my situation that are untrue. Give me truth. Give me promise. Give me my story. Give me my name. I repent of every action that wrote me in a story besides your own. Give me the right words to say to the students at Fall Retreat. Give me a revelation of redemption so powerful it moves me to tears. Give me a revelation so confident it gives me strength. Give me wisdom. Give me breath. Give me empathy. Give me discernment. Give me love. Give me grace. Give me a new chapter. Behold, you are doing a new thing. So that's the prayer that I prayed the night that God told me to pray against the spirit of confusion and drink mm-hmm. only water. Um, if you would go into my prayer journal any time before then, it it sounds nothing like this. It's all just about like, at least like at the end of this, it was like actual give me these things that are like actually like fruits of the spirit and like good yeah, holy things. Whereas yeah. before I would just like whine and complain and be like, God, you suck. Mm-hmm. Um, so that really started um, a huge transition where God was like, do this. It lasted for about two months and I thought that I got the clarity that I needed and I stopped the fast. And um, after that, my life went to hell basically it was really bad um it was really really bad (laughs) and I was so confused because I was like you know I thought I mean you gave me so much peace about this this is what you told me to do I acted in obedience I did this now my life is even more confusing than when I started this fast I don't understand what's going on I thought that I got clarity but now I'm like in this position that is so bad I don't even know how I'm gonna see my way out of this I was so frustrated and upset and um, we're in the month of December now, and we're in New Year's, and Brooke is, is asking me if I'm going to do a Daniel fast, and I was like, oh, I don't know, I haven't prayed about it, you know, I'll, I'll pray about it, and I'll let you know. So I pray about it, and I hear God say, do the water fast, and I was like, too soon, <laughs> too soon, God, because <laughs> I thought, I was like, surely this, this guy's joking, surely mm. this is a joke, because no, I'm not doing that dang fast again, and... 
Kyle was like, no, do, do the water fast. And I was like, the last time I did that fast, my life got worse. <laughs> I don't want to do that again. Like, I was so frustrated. Sorry, my voice is cutting out. And he goes, do the water fast. So I was like, fine, I guess I'm doing the water fast. So I do the water fast again. I started January 1st, the water fast, drinking only water. I'm still eating. I need people to know that because some people think you're water fast and they hear that I'm not eating, but I'm still eating because um, it's been like nine months. <laughs> um, but I'm not, I'm only drinking water. I'm not drinking anything else starting January again. And I don't, at this point, I don't even know what clarity means. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what, I don't know. I'm like, like, that's a question that people have asked me. Well, what, mm-hmm. what do you think the clarity is? Is it for your, 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 this? Is it for that? Is it for that? I'm like, oh, I have no idea. And I'm not even going to try and find out right now. I'm too upset. Like, yeah. it was like to the point where I was just doing this out of obedience. I was not doing this for any other reason, mm-hmm. but just to be obedient to God. Um, and in December also, when I forgot, I keep forgetting this. I'm sorry if I go back in time. In December, before God told me to go on the water fast again, when I'm having the one of the hardest times of my life, I feel God tell me that I need to quit CCW in May. That May will be my last month in CCW. And I was like, awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And if you went to Fall Retreat, you heard, I think it was Fall. It might have been Fall or Spring. If you went to Spring Retreat retreat that year, you would know that God already told me that I was going to go through a season of loneliness. And absolutely, like, it's funny that Derek... It's funny that Derek even uh, said like this season is going to, or this retreat theme is going to be into the wilderness because God was definitely, and I didn't realize at the time calling me Mm. into a bigger wilderness than what I thought I was going through. I thought my wilderness, and I even said in my talk that my wilderness was this season of loneliness. That was like the pre to my, that was like Mm. getting me to get into the, that was like not even the wilderness. Like, (sighs) so I'm sitting here like, I, I'm like, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I know that I'm not going to be working for CCW anymore. I know I'm supposed to be drinking only water and praying for clarity. Beyond that, I'm just trying to heal from everything that happened mm-hmm. in, like, October, November, December. I'm just trying to heal. I, I don't even care. Like, I literally don't even, like, I'm not looking for jobs. I'm not doing anything. I'm like, whatever, God, you're going to have to, like, fix this because I don't, I can't right now with mm-hmm. the spiritual stuff. I don't know why you're trying to get me to go through a spiritual journey right now when in my physical world, everything is falling apart. Like, I need space. Give yeah. me some room. Like, I was like, God was, like, all up on me and I was, like, literally telling God, like, you need to back off. You need to give me some space. I need to figure things out. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we get to... Um, February, March, and I am trying to discern what's next mm-hmm. because at this point I've healed a little more and I'm trying to figure out what's next and I don't know what's next and um, I'm trying to figure out if I want to read this or not. No, that's fine. Um, and I'm telling God because you told me that I need to tell you by Ash Wednesday if I'm for sure not going to work with CCW anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, God better give me a job because I don't know what's going <laughs> on. And so I literally, I was like praying to God. I was like, listen, I know that you work on heavenly time, but we work on Ash Wednesday time and I got to know what's going on. Like I need clarity. Like you told me to ask for clarity. I'm not getting anything. 
And um, Ash Wednesday goes by and I heard nothing. I even like, I pulled out all stuff. I even like had a discernment day where I brought some people over to my apartment. We lit candles, we worshiped and we prayed for discernment for two hours. I mean, I'm trying to do everything I can wow. to get this clarity, to get this discernment, to understand where I'm going, to understand what's next. And God is saying nothing. <laughs> Drink water. That's all I've getting. Nothing. And I'm like so frustrated. I apply to a couple jobs that I feel like God is calling me into. They're not happening. Nothing's panning out. And it sucks because I really do. Like when I apply for these jobs, I'm thinking God is telling me, I want you to apply for this job. This is your new thing. And then it doesn't happen. And the Mm -hmm. door closes. And I'm like, what is going on? Um, And I was like, I'm just over. I, I got to the point where now it's April. And I'm like, listen, God, I'm not gonna have an apartment because <laughs> I didn't sign my lease because I don't I'm not gonna have a job and so I'm like I don't have a job I don't have an apartment you're not telling me anything I'm I'm starting to freak out now like mm-hmm. this is a point where and if any if anyone was trying to like talk to me during this time I just was like I don't want to talk I, I just can't do it because also like remember I'm a four I deal a lot with envy during this time I don't know why God chose it God's timing is so bonkers to me I will never mm. understand it God chose this time for me to transition, which is a similar time where there are so many people transitioning that we have a podcast about <laughs> transitions, Yeah. but everyone else knows where they're going and what they're doing. So like my last CCW gathering, I mean, you, like you said, I've been working here longer than anybody. I always pictured my last CCW gathering to be this like beautiful thing. And instead it, it felt like a day where I was overhearing Troy's plans for where he was going and Maddie's plans for where she was going and God gave them an apartment and God gave them grad school and God gave them a plan and God gave them this. And I'm sitting here like fasting, Mm -hmm. (laughs) praying Mm -hmm. for months and I don't know what's going on. I'm trying really hard not to be self-righteous and bitter and jealous, but I'm still me Mm -hmm. and I am all of those things. And I am like, God, this is so stupid. I don't understand what's going on. I need clarity now, Mm -hmm. nothing. <clears throat> somewhere in this time I get a, a rejection a job rejection that's particularly painful because it's it was the thing that I was so sure I I would have bet money that this is what God was saying and I was faithful and I had faith that it, that door would open and it did not open hmm. and it closed and I was heartbroken I was shaking I was that I was grieving the loss of it hmm. but I was praying to God about it. I was like, I don't understand. And I heard God again. And so these are like, again, I don't hear God very often in this journey, but so far I've only heard pray, get spirit, confusion, drink only water to get the clarity you need. May will be your last month in CCW. I guess if you add before all that, you're going to go through season loneliness. And then to now where he says, this isn't over. Hmm. And I don't know what this is. I don't mm-hmm. know if this isn't over means that job's going to magically come back into my life. I don't know if this mean isn't over means that city is still where I need to go. I don't know if this isn't over means just this journey, this process isn't over. I don't know what, but I hear this isn't over and I get that piece again and I'm like, okay. So I keep it moving. And all throughout this, God is telling me to read my Bible, which is funny because I, you know, I hate the Bible. <laughs> and so I'm reading the Bible and God is really wanting me to lean into second Kings and I'm leaning that and I'm just like being, trying to be led by the spirit and reading things and there's so much water imagery everywhere yeah. and it pops out at me and I'm underlining anything that has to do with water. I'll underline it. And I try to go back to it, try to figure out what it means. And then during this space, I, um, I'm reading a lot about water. So I'm like, I need to go to a river. <laughs> I just need to go to a river. I go to JU river cause that's the closest river I can think of. And I, standing there and I'm pr- 
praying and I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, this is it. This is when God's going to give me the clarity. This is so holy. I'm at a river right now. Like, this is like fancy at the Jordan. Like, I'm going to cross this thing. God's going to tell me everything. He doesn't tell me anything. But what does happen is that when I'm at the river, the waves get stronger and stronger. I've never seen waves in this river. Mm. There's waves coming, and they're coming to me so strong that I actually have to back up or I'm going to get wet. And I'm just sit there trying to listen and praying. And then as soon as I say, okay, God, I'm going to leave now, the waves stop and I leave. And so I was like, that really felt to me like God was in the water. Mm. And the only thing that I felt like God was trying to tell me in that moment is I am, um, I am here and I, I am um, Emmanuel, you know, God with us. And that's really what I think God was trying to reveal in that moment for me is that that's who he was for me then. I get back home, I'm doing everything I can. I've got two weeks left and my apartment's gone. I'm packing everything up. I'm giving away half my stuff. I'm I'm literally like, I don't know what's going on. Um, and But I, I start to feel God's presence. Now, this is new for me because I haven't also haven't felt God's presence since sixth grade. And even mm. during all the times where I God was like speaking to me, I didn't really feel the Holy Spirit's mm-hmm. presence. Mm-hmm. I heard the Holy Spirit. I didn't feel it. But I'm feeling the presence of God now. And it's so much that I'm not going to lie. It's almost annoying. Mm. I don't know if that's ever happened to you where you feel it to the point where you're like, okay, I can't even concentrate here. Can we like calm down? Like it's so heavy and thick that I'm like, oh my gosh. But I was so excited because I'm like, this is everything I've been praying for for years. I just wanted God to speak to me. Now he's talking to me. It doesn't make any sense, but he's talking to me and he's with me and I can feel him. And I was even texting Brooke. I was like, take my house. I don't care. Like I got God now. It's great. Like I was just like, woohoo. And I, I start to feel different to people. People are telling me, people are like, you know, you don't have the sense of longing that you normal. I normally get from you. You're even saying things like, wow, I feel like you have this hope or whatever, even though your life is turning to bits. Mm. Um, my roommates are telling me, wow, you feel different. Everyone's just around me is telling me I feel different. I'm like, oh my gosh, I am healed. I am renewed. I am redeemed. This is so great. God, I got this. Let's go. <laughs> And then God says, this is now the, I got about it the fifth time God talks to me. God says, I need you to go to San Marco church today. And I was like, I don't want to go to San Marco church. And because I'm sitting here in San Marco church right now, and because um, a lot of my friends go to San Marco church, I do feel the need to say, I love San Marco church. I love the people at San Marco church. My friends worship here. Um, my friends serve here. I love Pastor Steve and Stella. I love this church. They do so much good. The reason why I didn't want to go to this church is because I have seven years of, of baggage, spiritual baggage, that for some reason, every time something spiritually messed up would happen to me, I ended up at San Marco Church. Hmm. And so for me, it's a triggering place, and it feels very, it just brings up stuff. It brings things up that yeah. I... And that's all. Like, I love the church. It's just some, it's just like a triggering place. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I don't want to go. And God goes, I know. <laughs> I was like, I guess we're going to see Market Church. I get out of my car. Or sorry, I get out of my apartment that I'm about to lose in two weeks. <laughs> and I'm walking to my car and I'm tripping over something and I can't figure out what it is. I'm like, what is going on? What am I tripping on? It's just so annoying. And this woman behind me, she goes, it's a fishing wire. I'm like, what? And I look down and I see this invisible fishing wire, like all wrapped up around my feet. I'm so frustrated. I'm like, oh my gosh. And so I'm like getting this fish more off. I'm bitter. I'm, I'm like, I don't want to even go here or whatever. We get to the church. 
and Pastor Steve is talking about surprises and how like sometimes God surprises us and this that. And in fact, there were some surprises even on that Sunday. Arielle was there. She doesn't hmm. live here. Like there was like these like random surprises in that church that I or in that service that morning. And I was like, oh, and. The Gabby, who I was just talking about, where I was like, oh, take my house. I don't care. I got God now. That Gabby would be like, wow, look at God. He told me to come to San Marco Church so that he could tell me to be like, wait, to be surprised. Like, this is going to be great. I still got this, whatever. Mm -hmm. But instead I go, oh, sure. That's my life. And when I heard that, I was like, ooh, I was like, that that sounds like a former thing. That sounds like past Gabby here. That sounds Mm -hmm. like some Egypt some stuff that like mm-hmm. I haven't quite shaken off and I was like I don't know what that is and I'm like and but I knew that that would happen when why is why I told God I didn't want to go to this church because for some reason when I'm here all the crap that spiritual icky just comes out you know and um I was like and then the whole service I was just like that just mm-hmm. you know like just like I would always be in the past before God has gone through all of this work in me and I get home and I, I like pull up YouTube and I've been listening to some people on YouTube and this one person I've been following talks, she's talking about residue mm-hmm. and how a lot of times when you're being moved into another season, you still have residue from the past season and you have to be mindful of that or it'll trip you up. Mm-hmm. And I thought about it. I'm like, oh my gosh, on my way to the church, I tripped over this invisible fishing wire and I'm like. I couldn't see what I was tripping over. Like, I thought it was gone. Wow. (laughs) But it wasn't. It's still Mm -hmm. there. It's just you can't see it, and you can still trip on it, and you have to be very careful. And I realized God didn't tell me to go to to San Marco Church so I could hear the story about being surprised over and have faith for that. God told me to go to San Marco Church so I can realize that I'm I'm getting a little too confident too fast (laughs) about how I'm out of the woods, and I'm not out of the woods yet, and there's still Mm -hmm. work to be done. And I still have residue and I'm still holding on to a lot of things and I'm still bitter and jealous and heartbroken and there's still healing that has to be done. And so that was the thing. So that's nice. So sometimes God doesn't always say nice things, but it's needed and it's necessary. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And then um, I lose my apartment <laughs> and I stay in my old children's church pastor's house in Middleburg and Middleburg sucks. And I'm not enjoying myself and I'm frustrated and I'm getting more job leads and they're not working out and I'm trying to be faithful and I'm crying a lot and I'm doing all of these things. And and then June happens and I go to Georgia and I still don't know what's going on and I still don't have clarity. And then July happens and I go to Ohio and I, I don't I honestly don't know what's going on. And um during this time, some a teacher was talking about this pattern in the Bible. And I think that's how I'm learning to read the Bible is through patterns. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's how God showed me, like, okay, where do you see water? And, like, point that out. And what do you think that means? There's this pattern in the Bible of water, wilderness, anointing. Hmm. That happens a lot. I wrote down every... Wow. Um, so... The most or like the most obvious one is Moses, right? Moses, which his name means to be drawn out from the water. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes into the river and the water in a basket. He's drawn out of the water. Then he's raised in Egyptian palace. He kills the guard and he flees into the wilderness, water mm-hmm. wilderness. After he's in the wilderness, he sees the burning bush and then his anointing falls upon him. Water wilderness anointing. 
Um, Elijah, he foreshadows rain. After the rain, he goes into the wilderness when he faces the prophets of Baal and the fire of God comes down from the heavens. Um, Noah, Noah, the rain comes. He's in the ark, which is a form of wilderness for 40 mm-hmm. days. Then Noah is given his permission, commission to repopulate the earth. Mm. Joseph cast into a dry well and then taken into the wilderness as a slave and he's in prison. And then he gets anointed in dreams and interpretation. Esther, um, she gets purified using water. Then she's separated from all of the other um, women. And mm-hmm. then she is anointed as queen. Um, af- this is my favorite because it's Jesus. <laughs> After Jesus' baptism, water, the Holy Spirit drives him into the wilderness, mm-hmm. which he's there for 40 days. And then Jesus begins his ministry as the anointing begins. Wow. Water, wilderness, anointing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's like the pattern that God's doing mm-hmm. with me. What did he tell me in the beginning of this? Drink water, drink only water. Now what's happening? I'm in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what my anointing is going to look like, but I have to have faith that there's going to be an anointing at the end of this. Um, but I have pages and pages of prayers from every source of emotion that I can fathom. Mm-hmm. And it's been the hardest thing I've ever done. And the reason why I haven't been talking to anyone is because I don't know what's happening to me right now. Mm-hmm. I feel kind of like, I don't really know much about superheroes, mm-hmm. but I feel kind of like um, Peter Parker when he like finds out that he's Spider-Man. And then he, f- and the, but the Avengers have been a thing for a while, I'm assuming, because it seems like that in the movies. Mm-hmm. Someone correct me. Um, and then he has to like go help the Avenger, but he's like a kid. Do you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like the Avengers have already been through their process and they know what's going on. But like Peter's like, I don't know what's going on. Like what's happening? And he's like, not with the Avengers yet. I don't know. I don't know if that's like a good metaphor. But, I get it. Yeah. but yeah, I feel very much like I'm like, okay, I'm, I feel very much like I'm just a kid who's God's doing these stuff to, but I don't know why. And he's not revealed that to me yet. I still don't know where I'm going. I still don't know what's next. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and sometimes it's embarrassing because like, Everyone else knows where they're going and what's next. And when you don't and you're back at your parents' house, you can tell people that you heard from God to quit your job or that mm-hmm. God told you that you're in a wilderness season and you can't work right now or God hasn't revealed to you his plans. But what people are going to see is, okay, this 25-year-old kid doesn't know what she's doing, so mm-hmm. she's taking some time, which that's okay too, and I don't know why we shame people for that, but we as a culture shame people for doing anything that's not the typical like way of doing things. Yeah. And, um, so it's been really hard for me as I've, I've had comments made, um, uh, that's made me feel shame about what I'm doing, Mm. what I've decided to step into. Um, it's made even harder because I can't tell them, oh, it's okay. Cause God's going to do this. Mm -hmm. This is the promise that God made to me. And that's what we're going to do. And it's Mm going to be great. God hasn't told me what the promise is. I have no idea what that is. I have no idea where we're going. I could end up anywhere. Derek joked at the beginning of this that, um, because I haven't been telling him anything that I'm going to get on this podcast and tell him I'm going to Mars. And I was like, honestly, maybe, I don't know. (laughs) Cause God won't tell me anything. Um, and so, I postponed this podcast quite a bit because I was embarrassed in the beginning of the journey. I didn't want to come on here and say that I didn't know what was going on with me when everyone else who probably come on this podcast has a plan. But then I was like, one, it's getting to fall. I can't do this anymore. (laughs) But two, um, I think that, uh, you know, I told God that I was tired of being the vulnerable girl that didn't know what she was doing. Mm. But I think that, you know, one more time, this is... I am the vulnerable girl that doesn't know what she's doing, 
but God is with me and it's going to be okay and I'm going to be okay. And I'm glad that I stepped out on faith, even though I don't have a job or a place of my own right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm a nomad and it's hard and it sucks and it's not fun. And, um, it's scary not knowing where you're going next. Yeah. Cause it can be something that is a lot. Yeah. I mean, everyone's anointing and I just read in their Bible. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, it could be something beautiful. It could be something that I've always wanted and it could Mm -hmm. be something that I'd never wanted that God just needs me to do in the next season. I have no idea. So I can't answer anyone's questions right now about where I'm going or what I'm doing, what I'm transitioning into. Um, and I haven't been talking about my, Oh my gosh, I didn't even tell you one thing, but I don't even know if it should be on the podcast cause it's too Pentecostal for any, no one's going to like it. Um, at one point, so I've been, you can cut this out if you think it's, if you think I'm like on drugs, but I know this is God. I have been keeping my Bible open to a certain prayer mm-hmm. to just kind of solidify <laughs> what mm-hmm. I'm praying for. So normally it's a Psalm cause Psalms have a lot of prayers in it. Mm-hmm. But I, so I had my Bible open to a Psalm one night and I went to sleep. When I woke up, the Bible was open to a verse in Zechariah. And Zechariah is not just a few pages away. It's a little big jump away from the Psalms. So Mm -hmm. it's not like the wind blew it or the air conditioning blew it. I have been had my Bible open in that exact spot every night and no pages have ever turned. It's now in Zechariah. And I'm like, I I know I'm not reading Zechariah because I do not read the prophetic books. I'm not there yet. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. But I'll read it just in case. And so I read it and it's talking about... um, Behold, like there, you know, there will be a, a, a someone from the root of Jesse, and um, they will be he will be the branch that branches out and rebuilds the temple of the Lord, something like that. And I'm like, I don't know what that means, so I just keep it moving. I'm like, he's probably just trying to say Jesus, Jesus, you know. Um, and then um, that night, I had a dream, and in the dream, it was an open Bible, and on one page it said angel, and on the other page it said Jesse. Oh, sorry. The Zechariah in my Bible, that verse said from um, from the root, well, it did not say anything about Jesse. It just said, like, from the root will you know, branch out. And it mm-hmm. said nothing about Jesse. But in my dream, it said the word Jesse. And remember, I don't like the Bible. I'm just mm-hmm. now starting to read it. I, I'm not going to lie. Didn't know who Jesse was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, who's Jesse? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who Jesse is. Is Jesse in the Bible? I literally Google, is Jesse in the Bible? And he is. He's mm-hmm. David's dad. Mm-hmm. And that also explains why I don't know Jesse, because I can't with David. And never yeah. read those. And so I'm like, okay. So I'm trying to read about Jesse. He doesn't have a lot of play in the Bible. Not mm. really much going on with that guy in the Bible. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. But in my research, I find Isaiah chapter 11, verse 1, which says, from the root of Jesse, there will be a branch. So basically the same thing that it said in Zechariah, but now using the word Jesse. So I think God was really trying to be like, no, like confirm. No, I do want you to lean in on this verse that I showed you. Like, don't mm-hmm. just... Don't just be like, whatever, like this, I want you to lean in on this. Are you dating somebody named Jesse? No. Okay. If you know anyone, let me know. Okay. (laughs) And so I'm sitting here like, I don't know what it means though. And God's like, what he always says, I know. Mm -hmm. So to this day, I still don't know what that means. I still don't know what that verse means. I'm carrying that. It's been months and Mm -hmm. I still don't know what that means, but that's something else that I'm carrying. God opened, God supernaturally opened my Bible and then confirmed it in a dream that I need to be paying attention to this. Something about the root of Jesse, something about branching out, something about the Mm -hmm. temple of the Lord. I don't know what it means yet. And that verse keeps popping up in other ways, too, but it's, it's a long story. There's there's so much more to this, so someone grab a coffee with me because there's so much. Yeah. But God has been doing a lot, but I just, all of that, I just want to say, like, thank you for hanging in there with me during this weird wilderness season, and um, 
I'm sorry I couldn't answer any of your questions. I'm sorry that I still can't answer any of your questions. And if you're going through a wilderness season and God won't talk to you, I get it. Um, but just know that you're not going to miss it. If you're being faithful and you're, and you're trying really hard to listen, you're not going to miss it because you not missing it is God's will being done on earth as it is in heaven. So it's, there's a lot, God want, God wants this for you. He doesn't want you to miss it. So mm. don't feel like God is teasing you or feel like God is just on purpose, not telling you anything because he wants you to miss it or he wants it to be super hard. God doesn't want you to miss it. God wants to give you clarity. God wants you to know where you're going. He wants you to know your purpose and your identity and all of those things. It just takes time for the Kairos moment to happen for heaven and earth to be on the same page. It's going to take some time, but you have to trust that time it's going to happen. You're not going to miss it. Be still. Like, just just be still. Like, that's all I, I think that's all I can say right now. I think all God wants me to say right now is be still. Um, okay, that's all I got. Oh, my gosh, Kathy. Um, okay, so a question. Yes. That you probably can't answer. Sure. Because you just said people should get coffee with you. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> okay, like, are you going to be close See, that's, enough? that's honestly <laughs> one of the questions that I can't answer. Um, Brooke just asked me yesterday, like, how long are you going to be in town? I don't know. Okay. I, I literally, I go to my old roommates because um, they had to move to a new apartment when I moved mm-hmm. out. <laughs> so there, I go to their new apartment, but it's still my old roommates. And I'm like, hey, can I uh, crash on your couch until an unknown date? <laughs> uh-huh. Like, I don't know how long I'm going to be here. Okay. Um, you can always ask me, text me, and ask me if I'm in town. If I'm not in town, we can Skype, we can Facebook message, video chat, we can mm-hmm. Snapchat, whatever you want to do. We can do that, phone call. Cool. Um, yeah. So you're in Jacksonville until you're not in Jacksonville, yep. basically. I'm basically being led by the Spirit every single day. Yeah. And so I just, I just wake up one day and pray my little daily bread prayer, give me words for today. And if I feel the spirit telling me to go somewhere else, I go somewhere else. It's basically how I'm living right now. And wow. it sounds super spiritual, but it feels not very great. Yeah. Um, and But this is how a lot of people have been called to live. And, and we see that a lot in the Bible. And we mm-hmm. think that those days are over. But a lot of people are being called to this. I've heard a lot of stories of people who got told them to quit their job. They, like me, thought that that meant because they were going to get a new job. And mm. they didn't. Yeah. And for... like months maybe sometimes for some people years they were just living day by day by the spirit okay god what do you want me to do today where am i going today what's happening today and god provided for them and because they didn't have jobs (laughs) god Mm. provided for them during this journey and then there's there was a reason for it um and some of them are still in that season and some of them are out of it in their new season and they're able to tell people like me that hey this isn't bonkers it feels it but god's doing this to a lot of people you're not um, alone and you're not special. You're just <laughs> being called into this season for, for some reason. Wow. And even though it's like, yeah, I would much rather um, know where I'm going and have a plan. I don't regret any of this journey because I do think God keeps t- continues to teach me about myself and I continue to grow up spiritually, emotionally, um, And it's hard, but I'm not able to say, like, make plans with my friends and Mm. be able to tell people where I'm going next, when I'm going to be in town, if I can, we can hang out. I don't have too much money right now. (laughs) Um, I 
hate living on other people's times and other people's couches and other people's campsites. I just want my own space. I really want a house plant. That's like what I, my new joke right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still afraid, even though I just went the whole thing of be still, God's not gonna let me miss it. Every single day, I'm afraid that I'm getting it wrong and I'm afraid that I went the wrong place and I'm afraid that I messed it up and I'm afraid it's never gonna happen. I'm not gonna get clarity and you went the wrong way and now it's gonna take even more time for you to figure out where you're going because mm-hmm. you shouldn't have done that. or. God. You know, it's it's really, 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 really hard. <laughs> um, but if you, you know, if God just plopped me into my new season, I would have destroyed it. I wouldn't have been ready for it. So this is a season where I'm being strengthened and I'm um, being renewed and I'm being healed from the past season. But that means, unfortunately, some logistics can't quite get figured out. But you're always welcome. I know I say I can't answer your questions. You're always welcome to ask. Just mm-hmm. know that I might, I will most likely say, I don't know. Mm-hmm. This was worth waiting for, Gabby. Um, so I just want to thank you for the ways that you have lived honestly and transparently um, around me and around our community. Um yeah, I yeah, we used to joke around about the the prophetic call in your life, at least what I think is the prophetic call in your life, and that often with prophets it's their life that's actually the message. Though they obviously have things to say, it's the life of the prophet that actually is the message that God is bringing in. I'm not saying that you are a prophet. <laughs> I am saying that your life is testifying to the goodness, the faithfulness of God and God's ability to love us regardless of how we arrive. God's ability to, even in the moments where we have no idea what God is doing and so we react to that, Mm -hmm. God still is constant Mm -hmm. in God's pursuit and love of us. And even to hear you now talk about where you are in your journey and i'll be honest i'm a little like oh gabby is everything okay and and yet yes everything's gonna be okay and and i and i see that in you like you are the one that's actually saying back to me no dude everything's gonna be okay and that's just beautiful um so i'm excited for people to hear all of this um i'm excited um if anything, this has been the culmination of this whole series called Transitions, that not even knowing what the transition is, is a transition in and of itself. Leaving um, what we believe to be security, mm-hmm. but might actually be holding us back mm-hmm. to evolve to where God wants us to be in the next season. So thanks for all that you've done for CCW. Thanks for um, being a friend to me. Um, you really are, I mean, seriously, my spiritual little sister. Um, and I, I'm, I, I will miss you a great deal. Um, even in our director's meeting this past weekend, I was like, 
I actually miss Gabby. <laughs> actually. I do. I do. Well, because I don't normally miss people. <laughs> I, I'm glad when people move on. And not that I want them to leave. Don't get, don't hear that, Ty. I'm not. Won't be glad when you move on. I am happy about people's continued development and going in directions that they can continue to be all that God wants them to be. Um, and so I cheer them on. But I, I have to say that it, I, that I looked at a seat and I was like, Gabby used to sit there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thanks for just being great, being honest, being open, being real. I want to thank everyone for being my friend during these seasons that were not always easy to be my friend um, and for helping me to see myself the way that God sees me mm. and for not, you know, when in spring retreat, this is why, you know, the into the wilderness felt, feels so prophetic that that was the theme. Um, I asked God what he wanted to tell the students and I'm starting to wonder if this is just what God wanted to tell me at this point, <laughs> but he said, um, tell them to ask me for someone to go with them. Mm-hmm. And even though God has called me into this place of isolation, when I try to figure out what's going on and hear his voice, I have been so beautifully bombarded by people who decided not to leave me alone in the wilderness. Mm-hmm even when I tell them to stop talking to me and then I don't know what's going on. Um, and when I pull away and I am so grateful because I've heard so many stories of people who are, who are going through a similar season that I am, that God has called them into this type of wilderness and they don't have people like that mm. and they're alone and they are, if they do have people in their life, they're just telling them that they're, that they're, that they haven't heard God and that yeah. they don't know what's going on and that, um, they're just teasing them and making them feel small. But I don't have those people. <laughs> and I don't have those battles to fight because I have been blessed with people who are always, no matter what season I'm in, here for me and here for the journey and aren't afraid to get messy. Hmm. And I know that whatever happens to everyone who's in transition, that God is thrilled about their faithfulness all of your faithfulness god is really happy with you Mm. for being with his people for Mm. being with his his sons and daughters and his children and for encouraging them reading the bible that's all god wanted in the beginning of the church was for everyone to encourage each other Mm. and i didn't even realize that i thought it was all about i mean yeah it was all about like hey jesus is the way but like really read it it's really just and they encourage each other in the faith and they encourage Mm -hmm. each other in the faith and god is really happy with you all for encouraging everyone who's going through transitions whether they know where they're going or not knowing where they're going um that you've encouraged them and strengthened them because it's hard either way you know Mm. i I know my jealousy always says that like it's my jealousy makes it seem like it's easier for the people who know where they're going but that's not always true um because it can feel it's just as scary knowing where you're going. Um, and I've seen the community be encouraging for everyone mm. there as well. Um, so yeah, God is really happy with you if you're listening to this and he <laughs> delights in you and he loves you and he is calling you higher and higher into more and more glory. And really all it takes is to, to 
be obedient to what he's telling you to do, even if it's something as simple as just drink water um, or something as hard as quit your job and leave your home. No matter how easy or hard it is, stepping out into that is stepping into a new thing Yeah. that God said he is always doing. Yeah. So don't feel stuck. And God is happy and I'm happy. And I'm so happy that you guys are my friends and I can't even get over it. And I love you guys, even if it doesn't feel like it. I don't, I'm not great at showing my love, but I love you all. And I'm just so grateful that I was able to spend my formative years in a community like this. Thanks so much for sharing today, Gabby. Love you, friend. Friends, I hope you've enjoyed these episodes in the transition series. Huge thank you to all the folks who have shared their stories with us. We're excited about the transitions that they have made over the last few months. But if we're honest, we're all in transition. We are all on the journey of faith, trying to figure out what God wants to do in our lives and how we make the most of it. So on behalf of all the people here in CCW, just want you all to know that we are with you, We love you, and we're excited to be on the journey with you. Thanks, friends.